Hello and welcome to another episode of the Netty Cloud Chasers podcast. My name is Glenda and for today's episode I'm only joined by two of your faves, Asemahle and Abongile. Hey y'all, how you doing? Hey Glens, doing alrighty, all goody. How are you? I'm alright. How are you good? I'm hi Glens, I'm good. Um, I hope you guys are good as well. Mm. awesome awesome okay cool so today's episode is going to be a final series because we have not spoken about the tnl final yet so we've decided to combine the tnl final with the ssn final so we can talk about all the finals all at once so let's start at home tnl final was played between the crinums and the jaguars I know, <laughs> I feel, actually, I'm going to count myself as one of the people who did not expect the Jaguars to make it to the finals. But one thing about the Jaguars, they will play in a final, child. Yeah. Do mm. not miss a final. They have not missed a TNL final since the start of this league. So 2023 was not going to be the first year that we were going to miss a final. So, Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I loved um, their build up right to the finals because I saw um, on Gamo Maseko's um, Instagram caption that like they were so, and they were so hurt and disappointed in the first two games and they played in Limpopo, and then to a point where they came back in the second leg and they were just gun blazing. They were hungry. They wanted to win, and like those two losses just set fire under their ashes mm. if I'm allowed to say that <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just love to build up all the way like they started re- really like slow and weak but mm. the way they finished the tournament amazing great mm. stunning. love that yeah oh my god like honestly to be fair I'm really happy for the Jags because they are my second team and like Umashi said that those first two rounds were very disappointing and we all said on Twitter that Maybe the joke was in their flop, like flop era. So mm. just to see them bounce back and perform to the level that we know they can perform, that was very great to see. As like you know, as someone who's used to seeing them perform at a high level, just yeah. to see them bounce back and just like grind those grind, sorry, those close games was the perfect ending to their story this season. Yeah, yeah, very true. For those who don't uh, watch the TNL, aren't able to watch it. Also, if you haven't seen on social media, the Jaguars beat the Crinums 59 games to 51. I mean, 59 goals to 51. So that an eight-goal win by the Jaguars. Mind you, they were leading for majority of the match because from the second quarter, that's when they opened the gap. Um, and it was a really a brilliant performance. I would say the strongest um, performance of this whole season. I feel like they showed up when it mattered the most. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I know in a lot of po- in the post match um interviews, the name um Jenny Van Dyke came up the most. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like she had a lot to do with their finals performance because we yeah. know that Jenny Van Dyke, she's been um of there's been like, you know, everyone rooting for her to be the next South African coach. Uh-huh. And I just feel like she has that winning mentality. And I feel like what she brought into that team in the in that final series was the winning mentality because you could mm. see that in the semifinals they were not scared because the fireballs, like we all said during the throughout the season, that they are a team full of superstars. 
Yeah. But they got beat in that semi-final. Yeah. I feel like we, what, what Jenny did was to like, you know, tell the players what they stand for and what a Jaguar is. Because mm. at the end of the day, they've never missed a final. The Cardinals led that first quarter. But in that yes. second quarter, Jamie Van Vake, my God, today. Yeah. My God, today. She turned out. She turned out. She put a lot of pressure on Lafebre. And as a result, Lafebre rider, man. Spar Putin's goal attack. She shot at 45% in that. 45? Yes, she shot at 45%. It was four over nine goals. Hectic. I've never wow. seen Lafebre miss so many. I understand mm. that she was blocked from her comfortable range. So she was mm. like shooting from a longer range. But we know Lafebre can back herself in from that distance. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought for me, Jamie van Vague was huge in that game. And then you had Lungi Lemtembo shutting the... I've never seen Lungi oh. such a one and make three movements of the ball. Oh, oh my goodness. And even like, I think in the... In the previous matches, when she played against Bongim Somi, she shut it down also. Like, mm. she was the main character against Krynums and against Fireballs. She was the main person. She shut down both the wing attacks. And I was like, what the hell was happening? <laughs> the the Protea wing attacks were shut down by Lingam Temple. And great job, her. That was really good. Mm, it was, really yeah, good. she's, was she's so solid for the Jaguars. Like, such a clutch player yo oh. i'm gonna be yes. very controversial right just, yeah i'm gonna be very controversial i'm not gonna lie to you i was kind of happy when jaguars lost those first two games it gave me life because i didn't want to see them in the finals again they have <laughs> speech in every year so i wanted to see something different at least bring back crimes okay because they played um, finals before like bring back crimes mm. because they haven't played finals in a very long time. So yeah. bring back finals, bring back things, or even fireballs. It, it didn't matter. But like Jaguars, I was so tired. So I was really, really happy. Up until it got to a point where I they were not coming back. They were beating the stings. They were beating everyone. And I was just like, what is happening? What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> well, they, I have to say, yeah. I didn't want to see the fireballs in the in the final. They are your team, Clenda, and you know mm. I don't like it when your team wins. So that's pretty much that. Mm. Also, Abogile, do you remember we talked about it on, on the TL? We said that one of these days, um, Fireballs were going to lose a few games. And um, I think it was Pedisa who said that they would lose in the finals. I think I did say that. I said that they'll drop a, a big um, game. A big one, yes. A big one. Yeah, it was really cool to say that. I was like, I think that they will drop a big game. And they dropped the semis, which was great. They did. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. Oh, not these haters. Oh, my gosh. Why do you hate the Gauteng team so much? Sorry, guys. It's the worst thing, so. Wow. Well, I mean, looking at the uh, match that was played between the third and fourth place teams, I guess you were still angry because the Fireballs beat your Stings team. That was frustrating. <laughs> frustrating that was because, frustrating. Frustrating because my team's better than yours? No, no, no uh, that's, that's not the case. Because it was frustrating for me because the Stings mm-hmm. were leading up until three-quarter time. Yeah. What changed, babes? What changed? The coach changed, babe. <laughs> What were those changes? <laughs> right. 
I get it. We, you, guys, you can't put... And that's no shade because Mandy is such a great wing defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a great wing defender. She's a good center. Why put her in wing attack in a catch game? <laughs> Where did she play wing attack? I think yeah, she, she played wing attack, attack in that game. They put her on a wing attack. I think it was they did like, in uh, the final quarter. quarter. Mm. I was Don't like, lie. why would you put Mandy? Mandy is like such a well seasoned wing defender in South exactly. Africa. Like people know her as mm. a wing defender wing defender and as a center and then you just put her in a final in the in the wing attack position mm. like why would you do that no ways it was so frustrating like i feel like the jaguars wanted it more sorry not the jaguars the fireballs wanted it the more. Fireballs. yeah but i just feel like this thing's handed it to them because <laughs> they had no right in losing that game that's crazy i mean she and she had three options on the bench, right? She had um, Kuopman, she had mm-hmm. um, Ambroso, she had Kanemeya. Like three yeah. people who can play wing attack. Yeah. But she opted to play a defender into the a wing attack. A non-attack player into, yeah. Yeah, choices. It's a, mm-hmm. a choice. It was a choice because if you look at these things on paper, they should have won that game. Yeah. 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 Okay. I agree with you, Shim. Because like the defense, you have Nicola Smith and you have Pumza Marini. It doesn't get better any better than that. Yeah. Like it just doesn't get any better than that. So for you to lose a game with those type of defenders, yeah. it says a lot about that. And also in your attack, you have the star, the goal attack of the of the tournament, Nicole mm-hmm. Talliot, and then you just like lose everything. And you like, have Sean also the steady goal shooter. Exactly yes. my point. So it's just like we had. Yes, I know that the Fireballs have Bongi Misomi, Chinna Mudawo, and um Yanti Yes, but it's just like if you have the wall of Pumzamawini and Nicole Smith, why are you even losing a game? <laughs> That's yeah. I feel like with our South African coaches, as they're still gaining experience, especially in the TNL and stuff, that these type of sort of mistakes we're going to see until, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a learned experience, you know, of what changes to make when. But at the same time, I also feel like we also see, okay, maybe not something as drastic and wild, but like even in SSN, sometimes you see the coaches make changes and it's like, I don't understand why you, put, you took this person off or you put that one on in that position or whatever. But also, Glenn, if, if, if you think about it, we won't justify your actions or make excuses mm-hmm. for you. What you're not going to do is take someone who's a defender and go play them in attack when you have three people on the bench who play that position. True. That also, like, when it's do. never been done before, like it's literally never been done. Not The, the whole season, Mandeline has not played at wing attack. Wing attack Why just for the final game? For the finals. <laughs> In the in the in the match that matters the most, exactly, and also the quarter that matters them because the last quarter, by the way, mm. so it's mm. the quarter that matters the most because you want to finish off strong and you yeah. want to make sure that you're leading the entire time. Mm. But now you want to make those drastic, crazy changes. Changes, yeah. Hey. Maybe she wanted a defensive wing attack, but I I don't know if I've heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if I've heard of a defensive wing attack. Like, I know there's wing attacks to get a lot of balls on defense, but they never called that. But I feel like at that point, she wanted that. And that's why... It, 
Like, come on. Man, <laughs> that was a choice. It, it was, was a, a choice. big choice because now yeah. you have the stings, Pumza Maweni finishing the TNL. Probably that's her last season in the TNL. And she yeah. doesn't have a medal. She didn't even get a medal. Oh. Like, oh. it's. Now, I... Like, now I have to sit on a space with Glenda, and Glenda will have to tell me that my team finished without a medal. <laughs> <laughs> Get her for me. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway, speaking me. speaking of teams that didn't get medals, let's talk about the Kingdom Stars. They have now been relegated to Division 2. Um, this happened because they played against the Baobabs, who won Division 2. And they played in the promotion relegation match. And the Baobabs, obviously, Beat the stars fifty five to thirty seven. It's what Hi, they kingdom deserve. Stars. I'm sorry, they deserve that. It's mm. what they deserve. I mean, they are the kingdom stars, but no star quality showed in that game. Whoa! All right, okay. Because okay. for me, they are coached by such a seasoned coach, Precious mm-hmm. yeah. Njembo, ninety seven mm-hmm. caps for South Africa. Talk about it. Yes, their defense is stunning because you have mm. Tulisile Maduna, you have Njangase, but the shooting and you can't win a premiership with, with like shooters who don't want to go to post. Yeah. And yeah. that was the difference in that game because you had Marichal Vasahi, she was shooting in the 80s in that game. Mm-hmm. You had Muthuri shooting in the 90s. Yeah. And then you had Cornelia Mupenda just getting ball in defense. Yeah. The Bayobans so had all of no their way star that could win that game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about Emily Matosa that gives me life, guys. You can yeah. tell that she has a lot of knowledge about netball, but she's able to communicate that with the players in a very simple way for them to understand, you know? What I also like is that all, all the people um, in the Babs team got an opportunity to play. Yeah. <laughs> like All of them got an opportunity to play, which low-key is like, you know, one of those, it's like, you know, you're playing against a team that's not that good mm. you get a chance you get a chance you get a chance everybody everybody gets a chance, gets a chance. <laughs> i feel like emily is just like the smartest coach she reminds me so much of Bryony ankles because Bryony yeah like says a lot of positive feedback to the players and then they respond well to it and it's like not offensive she's not harsh yes yes yes, but, yes. so one thing about emily i feel like she's very transparent with her players mm. she tells them what's right she tells them what's wrong and I feel like with the thing with the bad bobs, everyone understands their role. Like with the captain, Ntabi Motusi. Mm. Yeah. She hasn't gotten a lot of um, game time, yeah. but she played in the big games. And I feel like that's the culture that they have. And I hope that yeah. they take Division 1 and then they teach the Flames a lesson or two. I think also like um, for, for, for Stars, because I do feel like um, Stars have been around for a very long time. They've been like top, like in the top teams of the of the mm-hmm. league back in the day, um, and the Baobabs were like literally at the bottom mm. of, of the teams mm. back in the day, um, when we had only one um, um division. division. Yeah, yeah, and then for them to just drop like that, mm. it's mm-hmm. just so crazy. I mean, it yeah. was kind of expected, but like. Come on, give us something. Give us something. I mean, they can't give you anything if their players are moving to Joburg. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Because if we're being real, their players move to Joburg. 
Bongi Msomi was a kingdom star. Nombundo Mgomezulu was a kingdom star. Uwe was a kingdom star. So, if they're moving to Joburg, then what are you going to win? Also, also, mm. also, Mazibuko is benching in Joburg. Mm. But she is in Joburg. Mm-hmm. Stalls, she, used to be, she used to be for the stars. She used to play for the stars. She used to play for the stars. She was their backup there. But now she's the second option shooter in the Gauteng Jaguars. But she won a premiership there. in Bringers. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the stars can't be starring without their stars. Their stars are in Chopek, oh. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the stars are in Gauteng, so they can't be starring. Yeah. But I mean, that's I, no shit to the stars. I, I Hopefully, think... they'll, they'll find star players again and then they'll mm. be Kingdom Stars in division too this time around. Mm. I think it's very, um, also like, I'm just hard thing to, 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 to get and to groom all these players. And then when they are literally needed that much, they get poached. They get stolen, but also, yeah. these girls work and study in Joburg. So it kind of makes sense. Cause you yeah. can't it does. But there's yeah. the University of KZN. So. <laughs> but but actually no, let me let me try that. I was gonna be rude. No, go on, go, go mm-hmm. on, then go. I, I'm gonna have people from UKZN coming for me. Let's not do that. Glenda, <laughs> mm, the UCT graduate honey is getting caught. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Talking about stars, let's talk about the stars of the season. You know, yeah. let's talk about you know the players that really impressed us. Um, you know, like best starting season of the season. Division one, division two. Division one. Yeah, I think let's just do just division one. Yeah. Who's gonna start? Glenda start because okay, you did not even doing the gold medal. So just... okay, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting seven, best starting seven for me personally. Goal shooter, Rolien Stricter. Goal attack. Nicole Taliat. Wing yeah. attack, Kanisa Chawane. Center, Izet Hrisel. Wing defense, Rifilwe Ngeza. Goal defense, Jamie Van Veik. And my goalkeeper is Pumzam. Slay. Big slay. Mm-hmm. That's a great mm-hmm. team, Glenda. So it's a good balance of sport coaches and players who are not capped. So yeah. I love mm. it. There's still youngsters, but like there's also seasoned players. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I'd love to see the combination of, you know, um, I know we've seen it in the African Nations mm-hmm. Cup before of Pumza and Jamie. Mm. But I feel like I'd love to see it against like big Kanji. Nick Talia and Straker, probably for Fast Five. I'd love to see that Ooh. as well. Yeah. Yeah, Masse, you next. Should I go next? You know what? Yeah. I was fighting with myself because my 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 starting seven almost came out from literally one team. But I had to <laughs> fight myself and just make some changes and adjust. But anyway, okay. my goal shooter is Rulin Strector from Crinoms. Mm-hmm. My goal attack is Lefeb Saradaman, also yes. from Crinoms. Yeah. My wing attack is Kanisa Chawano, also oh. from Crinoms. <laughs> The team that lost the final. Someone's going to be really happy now. My center is Izet Gersil. That's for you, baby. Love it. And then I have my wing defense, Rafilo Nketa. 
And then yeah. I'm a Bulls fan from um, Jamie Van Bake from the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And then my goalkeeper is Pumza Moini. Oh, okay. Okay, we okay. have. Okay, okay. Kinda Some similarities. Kind of ate that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Go, Abo. Go shoot the rolling strength Going to take Lefebvre Rade, man. Wing attack, Kanisa Chawane. Center, is it Crystal? You choosing is it Crystal? Big slave. I mean, <laughs> I've always defended Crystal, guys. Oh, okay. I mean, before the head and half speed stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Those who get it, get it. Yeah. Wing defense position. <laughs> It was a tough one for me. Yeah. yeah. There were two, like, tough contestants, mm-hmm. but I feel like the other one had the edge. Okay. It was Rufilo and Ketsa from the kind of... <laughs> Who's the other one? Who's the other one? Who was fighting Rufilo? Lungilem Tembo. Okay. Obviously. Yes. And then Jamie Van Vake. Yeah. And then goalkeeper. I know this is going to be shocking. Oh. But Jasmine Zalgemeyer for me has been consistent. Oh. Really, Jasmine Zago Ziegelmeyer. Oh, yes. Okay. She's That's been good. consistent for me, yeah, and I no, also couldn't choose Pumi as the wing, wing gold. Sorry, goalkeeper of the tournament because she's been playing a lot of goal defense. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Damn. And okay. for me, Jasmine, she showed up each and every single game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were times where the Jaguars were like, you know, caught up in the deep end, but she. Constantly won a lot of ball for them. Yeah, she did. So for me, the combination of Jason Zalgemeyer and Jamie Van Beck had to be in my all-star starting seven. I hear that. I hear that. And okay. it's very disappointing for me as a sting supporter to not have a sting. You don't have a single sting? I mean, yeah. they don't even have a medal, honey, so. Oh. <laughs> no medal, I... no team of the year. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Get a medal. Be involved. Well, yeah. <laughs> Be involved. Because we're not involved in the medals, honey. Get involved. Why is it? Get involved. Get involved. <laughs> I love it. Okay, interesting um, starting sevens that we each have. In fact, let's also talk about the, the players who actually won awards, as you know, the best players of the tournament. So, uh, shooting-wise, the best shooter was won by our favorite goal attack, or maybe some of our favorite goal attack, Nicole Taliat. Our favorite. Oh, okay. everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite, but not in your starting seven. Okay, it's fine. Well, <laughs> she didn't win a medal, so. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Nicole Taliat, uh, best goal shooter. Best mid-quarter went to Rifilwe Nketa. Yeah. Indeed. Then uh best defender went to Jamie van Veek. And the the best player of the tournament for 2023 was Kanyisa Chawane. Absolutely. Major. This I think this is her this is her third um player of the tournament award, actually. Oh. Yeah, because she won back in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think 2021 as well, because there was two years consecutively where she ah. won. And then 2022 was Izer Hrissel, and then yes. it was her. It seems like player of the tournament, each year's being won by a mid-quarter. Hmm. Slaying. Maybe you just run and then you just win the play of the tournament. So <laughs> Mid-court right. Mid-court right. 
Of course, you'd say that as much as a newly inducted wing attack. <laughs> Wait. So I was, I was, I was, I was to say, right? I would yes. have swapped um the play of the tournament and mid court of the tournament. I'd oh. give Fifi the play of the tournament. Uh huh. And Casey the mid court of the tournament. I, I feel like Fifi deserved that play of the tournament, guys. Uh huh. I, I don't know. There was just something in her this year. Some like mm. some fire. In mm. each and every game, wherever she was mm-hmm. put on, she was just. I just felt like she deserved the, the the, the play of the tournament. I'm I, I, I'm not taking anything away from Kanye Sochawani. I'm just yes, yeah. You could have swapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Also, question quickly. A, a lot of people were talking after these plays were announced. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a lot of people were con- talking, having concerns around the. I'm Jamie Van Vig winning the gold defender. I'm um, defender of the year, whereas she came in late in the tournament, or she, she or she rather played half of the season. Like, was that fair, or what's the tea? Mm. Uh, that's an interesting question because mm. I feel like for me, yes, when it was first announced, I was like very shocked, yeah. but I looked at it like statistically, yeah, and it made sense. Mm. Which means. Which means um she may have came late, but what she did when she got on, yes, what, what, what she did great. because yeah. for me initially, the player of the defender of the tournament was the Antistradom, but she faded in the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah. that's when Jamie came on and she oh, just changed. Okay, valid, babe. valid. All right. Okay. So let's 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 leave our you know final comments on TNL as a whole for the year of twenty twenty three. Oh, I think um I think it was a great season. It was really enjoyable. There was so many games happening. So many new players, um, in both division. Very exciting people. We got to know a lot more players, which was amazing. Um. Division two just got more competitive. By it, the way, it did. they're just exciting. There's the young kids, um, the Baobabs taking the stars out of Division One. It was interesting. It was so mm. dramatic and interesting. <laughs> Every moment was just great, enjoyable. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, one word to describe Division One is that it's just elite. Yeah. You know, yes, I get that there's room for growth. But for me, at this point, it's elite. I mean that I feel like a lot of our players are stepping up to the plate. I don't know if it's because of the contracts that they're getting from Liverpool South Africa. But (laughs) I just feel like they're just like stepping up. They're putting their hands up. We saw a lot of players like just like stepping up. Like the likes of Didi Nflekebin. Yeah. You know, just like grabbing that wing defense position, yeah. wing lungilem team, but just grabbing in that wing defense position because we mm. know that the position of a specialist wing defense South Africa is not a position that is well considered. But they're just seeing plays in those positions, just like stepping up there. You had the likes of Jasmine Zelgemeyer. I mean, she played for the under 21s, I mean, 2017 in Botswana. Yes. And she kind of like, you know, was in and out of this team. But like, she stepped in. She wants that drinkers. She knows that Pumza is not in it for the longest time. Yeah. You get it? And then you had the likes of Victor, um, Carla Victor. Ooh. And then you also had, um, I don't know her name, but she plays center as well, Uluba 
for the flames. Oh, yeah, Joe Marie Luba. Mm. Yes, and then you had San Marie Fissa. Oh, that goal defense. Hey, crazy. So you are seeing these youngsters, mm. they're just like owning these bibs, and it's just like this this competition, if it can grow and it can be like it can be closer to the NSL. South mm. Africa can be like literally the scariest team in the world because mm. these players are so good. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, if you can put Carla Victor and Anoma Plama for six months, should be oh. something else. If you can put San Mary Fusa under Noma Plama, should be something else. Like so you have like these players just like owning their positions. That's why I'm saying yeah. that the key word is elite because mm. they are literally elite players in their yeah. positions. So absolutely. Division two, there's room for growth, but yeah. I have no doubt that Sonobloma will take top two positions next year. Oh you had it here first. One last yes. thing. I'm so sorry to the person that said that high school teams could beat these teams in the TNL. Hey, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Who said that? Who said that in the radio interview? Who said that? Former president of SA. You dream a lot. Yes, you do. I don't know what TNL she was watching, but... I'm not sure who, who said that, but some, huh? someone on some radio interview said that. You, hmm. I mean, it's someone who was fired by NSA. That's why she said Ooh. that. <laughs> what? I didn't get that. <laughs> Someone who was fired by the organization that organizes Ooh. TNL. <laughs> and she's so mad. Still love you though, mother. <laughs> angry. So Yeah, angry. she is angry because now she's discrediting Literally. the athletes that are playing in TNL. Literally. Yeah. Because she's if angry. you understand, the athletes playing in TNL make a lot of sacrifices. Mm, they do. They really do. They take leads from their like in Johannesburg. Tubs. Yo. Imagine exactly. every, if you live in Cape Town, every weekend it's you flying up to Johannesburg, or to yeah, to Johannesburg, yeah. then traveling to Pretoria. Then you go back and you come. Your oh, and then, then, and then someone says that you can be beaten by a high school team. That is so disrespectful. Show me it the really high school. Is. Show me it the really high school, is. and then we'll talk. Like and honestly. the job leaves. Um, um, these players take. They sacrifice a lot. They have kids. They have so, jobs and everything. Exactly. They have lives. Yeah, they have lives outside of lives. it. That's crazy. Like, it's unnecessary. unnecessary. Wherever you are, I'm sorry to you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> As Pisa would say, sorry to you, girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sorry to you, girl. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right, all right. That's TNL. Yeah, a great season. And I feel, I feel with TNL, we're just going to see it improve more and Maybe. more and more. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. Because we're taking back netball to the people. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yes. Moving over to across the oceans, across the seas, on the other side of the world, there was also another final that was played. Uh, the SSN final that was played between the Thunderbirds and the Swifts. Okay, before we start talking about it, I want to hear from both of you. Who were you rooting to win? I was rooting for Sarah Clow and Shamari Sterling. Okay, maybe I shouldn't rephrase that. Which in team were you rooting for? <laughs> in her Emmy era. In her Pulisa era. Because <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I would lie. I was rooting. I, I, well, b- both of the teams are literally not, not even in my top three teams. Right. So I just said Swifts because they're from Sydney and their sister's the Giants. So... There's oh. also Helen Housby, there's Sam- Samantha, 
Wallace in that team. Mm-hmm. There's Bryony Eichel in that team. So, Swift, why not? Okay. Abungile, what team were you rooting for? <laughs> well, I was rooting for the team that was told to get involved, honey. The team in pink. The Thunderbirds. Well, well sort of, kind of. Oh. I did want Paige Hadley to win a third um, premiership, but she didn't. So, I was rooting for the Thunderbirds. <laughs> You were you reading for the Thunderbirds after the match was played? <laughs> I mean, in the third quarter, I started reading for them. <laughs> Whoa, you. hectic, hectic, hectic. <laughs> me personally, okay, let me not talk about how I feel about the Swifts. I was reading for the Thunderbirds. <laughs> because they had two Jamaicans. We know that. Oh. And Eleanor Cardwell. And oh, yes. Matilda Garrett. I love her. She's amazing. She's so pretty. Oh my gosh. I love her hair. Stunning. That hair. Oh, love it. And Macy Nankable as well, because I'm scared of her dad. So, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Glenda, give Mm -hmm. me a sock so I can put it in in his mouth right now. Give me a sock (laughs) so I can put it in his mouth right now. (laughs) (laughs) Achimi, you ate that. The one thing. Yeah, but that was a game of two halves, though. It really was a game of two halves because in that first half, we saw the T Birds really pull away, really, you know, build a game. Um, in that first half, yeah, yeah, they really were. And like, I was so shocked, I was like, oh, okay, then Moses is just going to be an easy win. But actually, jokes, a part of me was like, you know what, let me say this one thing about the Swifts. I see similarities between the Swifts and the Diamonds. I say this because both teams, if they should they have bad starts, one thing about them is that they okay. will come back. They will come back. Doesn't matter against who, doesn't matter how many more minutes are left in the game, they will come back. Mm, for sure. Mm. Yeah, for me, it was just like, for me, the difference for the Thunderbirds was like Tippet one just like showing up. Yeah, mm, very true. Because I feel like when Tipper plays well, Eleanor is just able to sit back and do her yeah. role. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, those lashes, honey, were lashing. Okay. Oh. Girl. <laughs> girl, those lashes by Al. What's the girl? And it bowlers. Like, they love lashes. <laughs> exactly. Because you're about to play a match. So... Like, wait. <laughs> You're about to play a match. Ooh, get involved. Don't worry about your lashes. Get involved. Ba- baby, the lashes were involved in the game. What do you mean? <laughs> they literally work. Yeah, yeah, but for me, I feel like Tipper Dwan had like a best, best game of the season. Mm. Yeah. Georgie Hodges in that wing attack position. Oh, My God. She's so major. Yeah. And then... I can't go past Latanya Wilson and oh. Shamir Sterling mm. and Matilda Garrett in that mm. defense. They were just on it. It was a high grind for the Swifts, but for me, the change for the Swifts in that second half mm. was Paige Hadley in that center position. Yeah, yeah. She just showed why she's the center for the Diamonds. Yeah. And then you had Mary Proud just tearing up like the second phase. Like on second phase, Mary Proud was like a possessed woman. She yes. was like driving to psychology. Hey. Like, crazy. That depth. Yeah, exactly. And like the bullet passes from Paige. Guys, for me, 
Paige Hadley, I feel like she's the most underrated mid-quarter in the world. Mm, right. When she that. just takes that bib and she just plays at same time. She on defense, she just sits on her player and mm. then on, on attack, she just like drives. Because in her pre-game interview, she said that her role is to make everyone around her look good mm. but when she saw that they were not looking great honey she was like let me take that baby let me show you why mm-hmm. i've been in the australian diamond since 2013 let mm. me show you and she just played in that center position it was a tough ask for them to come back seven goals behind but yeah. tay fraser because she was benched in the second quarter but when she came yeah. back she put in a lot of pressure on on georgie and i feel like for me those two players are the next australian diamonds mm. tay Frey and georgie hodges and then you have Taylor Williams, who is very oh, clutch. I love her. I love her so much. Like, She's had such me, a good season. Last season, she was great. But this season, because yeah. she was playing for the winning team, I feel like we got to see more of her. Mm. And for me, yes, Hannah Petty is amazing as an impact player. But for me, the mm. starting center for the T-Birds is Tay Williams. Indeed. And she was coached, I mean, by Kylie Byrne, honey, for Mark SL coach. So is she from <laughs> um, Queensland? No, she's from um thingy. From South um South, South Australia. Australia, but oh. she plays for um the Aussies under twenty one. She oh. plays with Tony oh, Bell and Matthias Leatherbarrow there. Okay, yeah. And Annie Miller, yeah. love her. her. Oh, we Same. love Annie. Love but her. talking about the back to the T birds, I know we're gonna yes. keep it away. One <laughs> <laughs> game and, and your SCL, <laughs> we know you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Okay, so the, the, the final score actually, it went to oh my gosh, this game. Oh, I'm just having flashbacks of how it could be. Yo. In those dying moments of, of full time of the of the sixty minutes, I was, yo, I was on my feet essentially screaming. I'm sure my neighbors were like, "This girl, why is she so loud?" <laughs> I almost threw away my laptop. <laughs> I could not believe it. I could not believe that we were going to extra time. Also, to me, it just in the season that we've had, right? It yeah. actually makes so much sense because there have been so many matches that have been won with such little yeah. margins. One goals, two goals yeah. type thing. So just it just made sense that first aid went to extra time and that the final, at the end of it, it was only one by one goal. I also feel like Mediterranean like stepped it up. Mm. It was really mm-hmm. on, yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, but it Swifts just looked like, especially in the first half, yeah, it looked like people who have never played in the final before. Ooh. And Thunderbirds played like people who know mm. what a final is. Interesting. Okay. The, hunger, the, the, the hunger the T had in that first half, it was so crazy. And yeah. I think, I still think that uh, the Swifts, um, midquarters are still hesitant on, 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 on Aiken. I don't know. Like feeding her? Yeah, I'm feeding her. To a point where um, um, Akel told them that, put the ball, give her the ball because she's there. She's yeah. open. Give her the mm. ball. Because if you looked at like stats-wise, goal-wise, um, I think it was like, half-time. I'm not really sure. But... She had like 10 uh, goals. Um, Aiken. Mm. And L on the other hand, had like way more goals. And these people are both mm. two shooters. 
is a standing shooter and one is a moving shooter. But the mm. moving shooter had mo- mo- many more goals than the standing shooter. Not what's the teacher? Trust problem <laughs> somewhere, somewhere there. And they need to fix yeah. it. Okay, I don't yeah. feel like for me it's a trust issue. I just feel like it's yeah. respect to Shamira Sterling. Yeah, okay. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. Because, yeah. trust me, if you're standing behind Shamira Sterling, of co- I'm not going to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> because she's literally Shamira Sterling. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like with Shamira, for me, I mean, I've never been a feeder before, so I don't know. But I feel like, I would only feed you if you're standing behind her. I would, yeah. I would feed you if you're standing behind her. I would feed you if you're maybe dodging her on the baseline, like Kara Conan okay. or something. Yeah. That's when yeah. I would feed you the ball. But if you're standing behind her, then that's a problem for me because that girl is a possessed woman. <laughs> like, I've never seen someone like no that arms. in my life. Yes. Like, yes, for me, for Doju does that great. Mm. But Shamira is like, I've never seen a goalkeeper like her. Yeah. And she was so focused throughout the whole match. It didn't matter. Time out, she focused. Quarter time, focused. Half time, focused. She did. Yeah, she, she, like, she, yo, she was focused throughout the whole match. I feel like, like that's why I was so happy because for the mm-hmm. T-Birds, for the four years that she's been there, she's been winning mm-hmm. balls for them. And yeah. they've not been rewarding her. Mm-hmm. And then this year, but for me... I know everyone is going to give it to like Tanya Arps and Kathy Fellows, but for me, the difference this year was Eleanor Cardwell and Tracy Indeed. Neville. Yep. Can we get a coach camp on Tracy Neville all the time? Oh, can you? <laughs> yes, please. I yes, absolutely please. love her. There's that video someone posted on Twitter of um, basically her celebrating right after they just won. I think like, I've watched that video five times because she's so like, cute. Her banks- her bangs on her, on her face. She was like keeping them behind. And like Sugarden asked Tanya Arms, how are you controlling Tracy? <laughs> she was like, she can't control Not. her. <laughs> like Tracy has like this hunger to win. Mm. And I feel like she got that whole thing in the 2018 Commonwealth Games. And then she yeah. just like, took it with her. Like for me, you know, like she just has that winning mentality and she has the yeah. winning culture. And she like brings in culture to the team. So that's why you never needed a... a a leadership coach or a culture Ooh. coach when she was in the oh. rose. Or a support but, coach. Well, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get into that later. Yeah. But I just feel like for me, she's just like, you know, when New Zealand speak of coach Nolene Tarua mm. as this great coach. And here in South Africa, we speak of maybe Coach Zen and Jordana and um, mm. Jenny Van Dyke um, as these great mm. coaches. But I feel like for England, Tracy Neville is the same thing as mm. a, co- a Dame Nolene Tarua to New Zealand or, yeah. you know, like, because she is just so amazing. And Coach Girl, Coach Tracy, I don't know where you're going to find this podcast, honey. Stand you. Oh, we love stand you, Absolutely. And the fact Absolutely. that he gave she gave the medal to Jeremy, so Ooh, that, that was so slay. That was so slay. I loved it. Play Tracy we girl. You are a winner, girl. <laughs> I love it. I'm so dead. <laughs> yeah. So congrats mm. to T Birds after 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Not really anything. Indeed, indeed. Yeah.
Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Time for a controversial question. Oh. I won't get it for me now. As you say that, um, Cardwell and and Tracy were the big change and uh, I mean for for the two birds, right? Um, do you think that um Lenny was a problem or it was Ooh. a matter of um finding someone who can also take the super shots? Um Lenny was never the problem, babe. Yeah. Um <laughs> she will never will be. She never is. Sure. She's always right. But technically speaking, I just feel like they needed a shooter that will shoot from long range. Yeah, yeah. And Lenny couldn't offer that because we know that Lenny's strength are in the one goal post, you yeah. know, yeah. like yeah. under yeah. the post where she's gonna stand and she's gonna shoot, you know. Yeah. So I feel like they needed like they needed like someone like Al who's like fearless. And yeah, yeah, and like Lucy, Lucy is like very new to like her game, so she doesn't fear anything. And Lenny has a rap. She has a rap as like this accurate shooter. So, and I feel like Lenny is not a risk taker. She's very traditional. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's very yeah. true. She's really like I traditional in the game. Like she knows she's going to pop in the middle or she's going to, you know. So Lenny mm. was never the problem. And I just feel like Tipper and Lenny never jowled together. Because okay. Lenny would like want the ball in the same places that Tipper wants them. And then they, ra- they ran into the same spaces. Mm. So Lenny was never the problem. Yeah, I hear you. Because we saw what she did in Manchester Thunder, babe. Yeah, true, true. But also to to weigh in, to weigh in on that as yeah. well. I think, you know, when we look at the T birds, right? Um, and you look at a few years ago, the year where they did not offer Chelsea Pittman a contract, even though she was the captain at the time, <clears throat> and they um, opted for like a younger team. You know, at the time. I won't lie, personally, as someone who absolutely loves Chelsea Pittman, I did not understand the change. I did not understand why they wanted just youngsters, 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 with, like, no, like, senior-type leadership and experience and things like that. But I think it's now sort of worked in their favor because they've been able to work, work on it, get those connections right, you know? And I think, so I was listening to another netball podcast, and they were saying, or they were looking at previous winners, right? T-Birds mm. are the first ever winners of the SSN, right? Without mm. having any current diamonds, capped diamonds. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read that as well. And I also, mm. like, I'm thinking, listen to that on a postcard. Yeah, yeah, mm. I remember that. Ooh, mm. that's a big slay. Mm. Which is like, wow, damn. So clearly it was that the change they made to to sort of bring in the youth and take yeah. out the oldies was a long, long, long-term vision type Succession thing. plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And clearly it's worked for them. They are now premier winners. Yeah, and it did. But now, Glenda, just mm-hmm. to come back to what you just said, that there's no current diamonds. And I'm speaking as someone who watched... um the post-match interviews you know mm-hmm. and i don't want to say what page had said in those interviews oh but do you think that because the t-birds won with like two jamaican superstars and yeah in england in english sorry international mm-hmm. do you think that will have that that will bring fire into the australian diamonds because you have courtney bruce who didn't win anything and we know mm-hmm. she hates losing you have says yeah. who's like a competitor you have liz watson mm-hmm. who was a competitor mm-hmm. as well and you have steph food what do you think it does to the Diamonds camp? The fact that none of them have a premiership this year. 
No, Ooh. surely it must. It, 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 it's adding petrol, fuel, gasoline, everything to the fire. Like, plus also on top of that, when last did Australia win a World Cup? 2015. You know? So it's adding to that thing. The World Cup is that missing piece. And now with this SSM Grand Final having been played the way it was, it's just adding, 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 adding to this fire, you know. Okay. I... I get you. And then I want to mm. shift the question to you, Marley, as a Silver Fans supporter. I don't know if you've watched Pass and Cut, but Grace said that I want to beat the Aussies because I've seen the smiles on their faces when they beat us. <laughs> what do you think it does? <laughs> what? Oh, my word. Did you say that? Yes. Did you say that? <laughs> yes, I'm going to... Yes. You haven't she watched Pass and Cut. She said that. She was like, I see the smiles when they beat us and I'm just like, I'm tired of that. Ooh, I'm tired with you, Gracie. I'm tired with you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, it scares me a lot, you know. It, it scares me a lot um, when, when, when players are, like, very outspoken to that point where they say, I want to beat you. And then, because, like, when you don't beat them, then I'm just going to be like, damn. It, it, it comes back to bite us. But also, mm-hmm. now, if ever, if it happens that the Diamonds now see that clip, I mean, that's more fire. Like, let's li- mm. show her that we can beat them. It, mm. it scares me. I don't know. It just scares me. You need to yeah. be in with that video, please. Oh, my word. Yeah, because, like, I feel like World Nibble is going to a place because in their interviews as well, um, pass and cut. I'm going to pass and cut now with, yeah. Kat, La- with Kat Latu. Mm. Um, I think Mills was asked by Kat, who are your biggest competitors? Like, who are your biggest threats? And Phoenix Admiral said that it is Jamaica and Australia mm-hmm. they didn't mention England so what does yeah. that do to England yeah and we know that England have like these like you know big personalities like the likes yeah. of and Helen Al Cardwell Housby. and Helen Housby the two mm. strutters baby mm-hmm. so I just feel like this this World Cup I feel like everyone is just like coming out for blood at this point at this point that's what it's giving and I am here for it it Oh. Cape Town is gonna eat. So we'll give you nipple and we'll give you drama at the same time. Oh, eat it, eat I'm it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am nipple so and needy. drama. We love exactly. That. We love it. Also, we love it. Because can I just also add? I feel like I'm just glad that now in in nipple we have like so many personalities. Like yeah. Because I feel like nipple girls are being are no, we're known as these diplomatic girls. But like yeah. the fact that we have like. Players like is it Crystal who can say their mind and <laughs> wait guys also I think earlier I laughed but I didn't know what was happening. What is it say? What's the deal with is it and Helen Houseby? I don't know anything about that. I'm not on Twitter, guys. Well, I'm gonna send you a DM because I, I know Helen is my friend. She probably knows. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna send you. I'm gonna send you something. On, on, I'm gonna send you something on IG. <laughs> no, 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 on TikTok. Basically, yeah. for, for people at home who, uh, is it basically shared her third, her, her thoughts on Helen Houseby? Oh my! And I'll God. leave it at that. You can fill in the blanks for yourself. Can we end the space now? So I can watch TikTok. <laughs>
give us something give us personality give us exactly don't be boring yeah netball isn't about you know keeping prim and proper and you know you know being good girls no no netball players are real people with personalities with emotions and they're allowed to share that and we shouldn't judge them and call them arrogant yeah yeah. (laughs) also we shouldn't judge what they share on social media when they want to vent 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. Hashtag that mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> Let them vent. <laughs> Guys, they knees. <laughs> okay, let's also look at MVPs for this, the SSN season. You know, we've had a lot of players that have really stood out. You know, mm. in the Australian League. So, you know, let's talk about them. Let's maybe round it up to top three, top three MVPs for the season. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. perfectly lovely. Mm. Okay, personally, I'd like to start. Go on. Okay. You're like... excited. Are you excited? <laughs> What's going on? I just on? know it's Listen. three Jamaicans. I just know it. Oh. I imagine three Jamaicans in that top three of hers. Please, it's not even. Each of my top three come from different countries. And it's actually different sections of the court even. So, in my number three position, we have our favorite mid-quarter. Favorite center. Yeah, let's go. Jamie Lee Price. Mm -hmm. I feel like, for me, Jamie has been one of the best centers this season. Her growth has been immense. And even her, like, I feel like she's also matured along the years because I feel like, you know, a few, year, a few years back, you know, when you thought of Jamie Lee Price, you'd always think of, oh, she, you know, does unnecessary contacts and she's, yeah. like, unnecessarily physical and all those things. This year, she's really toned it down. She's focused on the things that matter most, you know. Yeah. And like her that, intercepts, that. her feeds, her drive. <clears throat> oh. Those drives, yes. Amazing, amazing. So she's at my number three position. Then at number two, this is a defender. I would say best defender, possibly in the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. She She has these long arms. And I even want to say long fingers. Because she just has this ability to to, to get an intercept when people are passing a long feed to a shooter and I'm like Shamira Sterling honey yeah she's how amazing how do you do it how do you do it so she's at my she's not two. a real person she isn't a real person I'm sorry she's super human super super human and she's really had a standout performance this is her best season in SSN so far and well done to her also leadership my honey's yeah. a leader. She's a leader girl and she's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> she should be in the leadership group. Actually, she should be. Okay, then my number one MVP. I feel like a player who, wow, missing net points wise, she's up there, up there, up there, up there. Yes. Big game player. It goes to no one else but my queen, Helen House. Ice B. queen. Her. Oh. Her. Absolutely love her. I feel like in 2023, sorry to Izet but 2023, if you don't love Helen Houseby, there might be something wrong with you. Also, also, also like 
And whenever I see her, I think of other song. In a minute, I'm gonna need a same. Yes, me too. All the time. It's about that time. It's about that time. I'm like, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How about you go? Should I go? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Top three. It's just like an. It's been a, an insane season for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But um. Number three. Oh my God! Can't. <laughs> can't even think. Oh my God! I can't. Um. It's a tough one, but yes. um. Number three as well. I don't know. So like a copycat. <laughs> So I'll, I'll try to add in something different. Okay. But I want to have someone in each and every third of the court. So yes, fair. Yeah. Fair. And in terms of like listening points and like stats and everything, mm-hmm. my number three was number seven for the listening points. Oh. She was the first person with speeds. Second person with goal assists in the competition. Mm-hmm. She played a lot of center and being attacked in the in throughout the competition. Yes. She is a gold medal winning captain. Okay, mm-hmm. I know her. Probably mm. one of my favorite players in the entire world. Yeah. Liz Watson. Oh, Lizzie! Yes, her. Liz Watson for me this season, <laughs> I feel like because that Vixen's midcourt girl, the struggle was real. Yeah. Mm. And she just like stood up and she had a very slow start to the season, like run and run to the thing. Like we were like, oh my gosh, Alice Tignall, she's like taking over the yeah, tackle system. Yeah. And then like Lizzie was like slowly building and she just like showed her class because she was like rotating between center and wing attack. And I was yeah. like, she is super amazing. Mm. And like the fact that she was like number two for goal assists, you know, and she's mm. like feeding and moving circle. Like that's great, mm-hmm. you know. 100%. So that's my 100%. third best player in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've she's tied with someone in that position Ooh, as well. Okay. She's tied with Latanya Wilson, who had the season of her life. Mm-hmm. She was just so amazing. She was great mm. in the goal defense position, in the wing defense position. She was just amazing. So yeah. I have two number threes. It's um, Liz Watson and Latanya Wilson. Okay. And I know they're going to cancel each other out, but I think that <laughs> <laughs> in the World Cup, I just know that they will fight. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just put them together. Yeah. And then number two, it just has to be this judge queen, like Helen Housby. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she, Helen Housby is, she's always been known as like, you know, this great clutch shooter. But I feel yeah. like her playmaking skills this year have improved. Yeah. You know, she, she just has this confidence and it's like scary going to World Cup because yeah. she's going to play against Carla Pretorius, who's like a legend, you know. And mm. She, Kellen Housby is just so great. She has brought in a lot of leadership and she has, you know, brought in Romelda Aiken-George and Sophie Fons and her wing. Yeah. And yeah. Number one is Shamir Sterling, like, Playing. Mm. Playing. I wanted to give it to Jenna Fowler, but I don't want to yeah. give it to her. Oh. Yeah. But, but they're tied for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because like Jenna is Jenna. Like, mm. 
she can do no wrong in my eyes. I hear that. And then like Shamira is, I've said a lot about her. She's she's not a real person. Mm. She's just a freak. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. like, her work is unbelievable. Like she, you just did that. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so basically, I have two people tied for number three. I have one person who's number two, and then I have two people tied for number one. Mm. Like, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. Mine is actually the same as some someone else on this podcast. <laughs> but I just anyway. know. Yeah? I know who it is. Um, my number three is my one and only sister in the entire whole world. Emily Price. Mm. Love her. She, 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 oh, she's amazing. I mean, last year she had like a great season, but this year she's yes. going up a notch. She's mm. unbelievable. She's crazy. She's she never stops. Everything. Yeah, I, just love her. <laughs> I just love her so yeah. much. She's yeah. an Australian like, center. She's, an, she's the starting. I'm not. No, 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 no. I lied. Let me not lie. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. I'm not crazy. But. She's, <laughs> she's, she is in a feeling center. Yes. And also, um, I put her on number three because I feel like um, um, stats, it's important and everything. They favor really like circle people. She's not really favored by like, unless she puts in like that much of work, you know? Mm-hmm. So I put her on number three. And then my number two is obviously the one and only Shamira Sterling. Mm-hmm. The crazy lady that she is. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain. She's demon. Just, she, yeah. Yeah, she's a demon. Like, she does something and I'm just like, you just did that. And you mm-hmm. literally calm. Like, how are you calm when you just did that? Are you crazy? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Because if I was her, like, I'd win a ball and be Sophie Fawns or be Wallen. <laughs> like, run around the, the court. Exactly. <laughs> Fingers pointed up, whatever. I just do that because of her. Like, so calm. <laughs> like, no way. It's just crazy. And then my number one, obviously, is the one only Helen Houseby. Mm. Um, Shamira and Helen Houseby, for me, they kind of fought for that position. Yeah. But because um, I feel like Shamira, Shamira started really strong. But then Houseby finished finished off like really strong. So for me, yeah, how you finish it basically, okay. and Houseby finished it more than okay. Shamira finished it. Like yeah, yeah, that's okay. my top three. You know, for once we kind of agree. Me and you, bro. So, like it's so rare. <laughs> it, that's it, how well, it's it different. Christmas comes once in a year, so. <laughs> so who's the Santa between the two of you guys? Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Me. I'm the Santa. Santa, baby. Okay. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> All right. So Love that. Love that. So yeah. Yeah, but let's just go in into <laughs> this whole thing that came out this week. Glenn, like, can you please read us the article that came out from England Netball? Oh, so England Netball has announced some additions. Additions to... They're only announcing additions. Yeah, yeah. Unlike Netball Australia. (laughs) Oh. Damn. Sorry, it's Damn, damn, damn. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry if you're poor. So, England Netball have announced two new additions to their staff team members. 
these two people being Serena Guthrie. Wait, what's her new surname? Kirsten. They, thank you. Serena Kirsten as the leadership and culture coach. And then Joe Harton as the support coach. Yay, Joe. Yay, we love to see Joey back. I mean, both I mean, of guys, yeah. who doesn't love that girl of Bob and, and, and Joe Harton? Who does not? Mm. Big who game players. That? Big game players. So I, I, I really, I'm really interested to see how that's going to translate on the bench. I think I, I, I do love it, especially because it's the two of them. Mm-hmm. They know so much and they yeah. are like people those players look up to. Yeah. I'm just scared that it's a lot of people in like there's so much in players yeah. and management. There's too many coaches, there's too many there's too many leaders in the in in, in the playing group. Mm. But at the same time, because it's it's the two of them, it kinda mm-hmm. gives me something. It gives me hope for the English people, for the mm-hmm. English land even yes. though it's very chaotic it's it's very chaotic i'm sorry but i love it <laughs> it's too much. yeah but i guess yeah. if you have the budget then why not i mean i mean fair go go in go in yeah. about your thoughts my thoughts yeah mm-hmm. um i'm just happy to see them both honestly because 100%. for me Joe Harton is the England dress. Like, aside yeah. terms in like for me, aside terms in green, because I feel like just like terms in Greenway is like for me the English rose. But yeah. Joe Harton is just like the heart and soul of that England dress. And then you have yeah. Serena Kristen, who was just like this clutch human being, and she just came up with this balls that no one thought of. So for me, I just feel like England netball is doing this whole thing of. Let's bring in the two most loved players and then you guys won't be mad at us. It's giving <laughs> that because for me, if you have so much faith in if you have so much faith in your coach, she should be the culture coach. She should be the supporting coach, like yeah. by herself. Why do you need a culture? Because as a as as a coach, you bring in the culture. Mm-hmm. True. I just feel like it's it's just like giving that situation where Nepal South Africa had to hire Noma Plama to mentor coach DB. Mm. because they felt like she couldn't do her job. Like, it just shows no faith in their current coach. In their current coach. Like, it's, it's for me, it's like, um, like, cause, guys, because, like, these English players, like, we just mentioned Helen Housby and Al Cardwell and Fumi Fadoju and Fran Williams and Jade Clark and Jiva Mentor. Like, mm. Jiva can literally give you culture on her own because she's played yeah. for so many years. Yet no. We have Jay Clark who played in big games and it's like if you really do not have faith, just give the job to maybe Sonia McCloma, sorry, mm. Coloma, who is this assistant coach who has played for England for so many years with Jeeva Mentor and then bringing Joe Harton and, and Serena. It, it's just it just doesn't show and I don't know how I would feel if I was coach JT. Yeah. Mm. If there was, if they would hire these people to support me in doing my job, because first of all, you have half of the team who are captains, mm-hmm. and then now you have yeah, these okay. other, like, hundred percent. Yeah, it's confusing Valid. because guys, like, I feel like you don't need. Yes, I mean Joe Harton is needed in that team. Yeah. But 
I just don't feel like ugh, it's it's confusing. Because mm. mm. she's tired. Like yeah. it's like re- she's just retired, and then how is Helen Hasbrook gonna? Because I mean, Helen Hasbrook was a shooting partner for years, honey. Mm. So what if now Joe speaks? It's 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 confusing. But then yeah, what are your takes? For me, it's giving so this now on top of you know the leadership positions and stuff and stuff, giving half the team leadership roles. It just it's giving like just throwing any anything at a wall and seeing what's gonna stick. Like mm. it's like they. They don't know what to do in order to improve the roses, um, specifically after, I guess, their performance um, at Commonwealth Games, right? And now it's like, okay, but what, what can we do? What, 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 like, you know, we know the people are angry at us. What can we do? Okay, fine. Half the team are leaders. Okay, cool. Next. Uh, okay, Joe Hutton retired, but how can we bring her back? Okay, shop, support yeah. coach. Um, wait, what about Serena Kirsten? She's also amazing. Big, big game player. Okay. Also bring her in. What can we make up? Make up something. Make up something. Come to Let's go. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like trying to not, it's giving that they don't have a set plan on how to improve. So they're just trying it. Everything, 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 like everything. (laughs) And I don't know that it's necessarily going to work. Maybe they'll prove us wrong, which cool. Hopefully but it does it's... work and yeah, it will like yeah. let us all up. But mm-hmm. it's just like for me, if I was JT, I'd have been like, Am I that bad? Oh <laughs> like think about it. Like think about it. Like come on, am I that yeah. horrible? Am I the drama? You... Well, sorta of, kinda. But... Mm. There's that Taylor Swift song. Hi, hi, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not saying that about JT. Obviously, like you know. No, no, no. I don't. I don't necessarily think song. that she is. But <laughs> yeah. I just feel like after Commonwealth Games, people are looking at her like that because prior to that, she did great. She did a great job because mm. they won the Tiny Jameson Trophy yes. against New Zealand, and then they played in the Quad Series final against Australia in 2022. Yeah. yeah. And then after the calm games, it was like, yeah, crickets. So I just feel like she's a great coach. I mean, she's also like won a series against South Africa on mm-hmm. South African land. Yeah. So it's just like, she's a great coach, but I just don't know. I feel like it's just bringing down her confidence as a coach. Mm. And now like you have all these, and guys, we know that, you know, Joe Harton is a big personality. Yeah. Mm. Even in the Giants huddle, Julie Fitzgerald sometimes just like sits down and lets her around the show. Mm. And I'm not sure how that's going to work in the England setup. But I feel like because Joe is such a legend, people will have respect for her. So, yeah. yeah. I really hope yeah. it just works in their favor. Um, yeah. At the moment, it's giving you get a job, you get a job, anybody get a job. Because <laughs> but... we have text, girl. <laughs> But like, I really hope what they're doing, they have a vision and they want mm. they have something they want. There's something they want, like an end goal to it. I feel like, but the biggest win for me is just like seeing Joe Harton back in the yeah, exactly. She's coming to South Africa. Well, she will be coming to South Africa, right? I think. She is. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's exciting. It is. 
Okay, that was a, another really great episode of the Nutty Cloud Chasers podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode along with us, you know, talking about our final series. Uh, and we know the World Cup is drawing closer and closer, and I cannot believe it. Ooh, the World Cup is being hosted in Abongile's city. <laughs> well, yes. In well, her yes. mother city, in her home city. <laughs> <laughs> you know that like it's her city <laughs> funny yeah. enough i'm not even like going because i've worked but yeah <laughs> but anyway thank you to both asemate and abongile for joining me on today's episode we hope that you at home enjoyed the episode along with us goodbye